Have you been thinking about traveling with your family, but once you started thinking about it, you get super overwhelmed and you're like, you know what? I don't want to do this. I'm going to postpone it till later. Maybe I'll wait till my kids get older because they probably won't remember this. Or you just figure, I can't do it right now. My life is way too busy. Well, today I have a special guest, Anna Durkin, where she is a cultural and wellness travel planner, and she gives us amazing tips on traveling. She helps give you baby steps on how to get your family out there into the world. And yes, mamas, you can do it. If your kids are small, like toddlers, or even if they're older, you can definitely take your family on adventures or what she calls discovery trips. So in this episode, you will learn what the best age is to start traveling with your kids, how you can start to integrate traveling into your busy life, what types of activities you can start with today, yes, right now with your family, and how to take baby steps into the world of traveling, especially if you really want to take a trip on an airplane, off abroad, wherever you want to go, and you just don't know where to start. And to make this episode even sweeter, Anna has gifted all of my listeners her freebie of the seven secrets to more rejuvenating travel. So definitely go to the show notes, click on her link, and you will get that freebie from her to help you with traveling with your Ohana and your family. And that's one of the main reasons why I have her on our podcast today so that she can help you go out and make your own adventures with your Ohana. So like I said, go into my show notes, click on her link so that you can snatch up her freebie and definitely go follow her on Instagram at Seek Wild Travel. That is at S-E-E-K-W-I-L-D T-R-A-V-E-L, Seek Wild Travel. So let's jump in to this episode with Anna Durkin. Aloha mamas, you've made it to the Homeschooling Entrepreneur Mom podcast. I'm Kavaya Quinn, RN turned full-time entrepreneur and homeschool rock star to five kiddos. I know you're frustrated with homeschooling. You know there's a way to make it fun, but you haven't figured it out yet. And you're overwhelmed with combining homeschool and making money from home. You're wishing for a way to integrate homeschooling and building a business while giving your kiddos the gift of entrepreneurship. So if you're ready to create a homeschool filled with fun and adventures while you're making money, get your favorite mama juice and throw your hair in a messy bun. Let's get to work. Aloha, everyone. Welcome to another episode. And today I have a special guest with me. Her name is Anna Durkin, and she lives in the beautiful northwestern Montana. And before I even give you her awesome bio and her background, I just got to say, I need to go visit that awesome place in Montana because I love nature and everything that comes with it. And if you do not follow her already on Instagram, please do seek wild travel that's where you will find her and you will see all her adventures because today we are talking all about traveling and not just traveling you know to beautiful places but with your family with your kids and Anna definitely knows how to do this so that's why we have her on the episode on this episode today she lives out there with her two kiddos and her hubby she is the owner of Seek Wild Travel, and as a travel planner, she creates experiences off the beaten path that inspire and rejuvenate. Along with her passion for travel and chasing after her two toddlers, she enjoys running ultra trail races. Oh my gosh. Bless your heart for that. <laughs> but she does love time in nature and meditating. So welcome to the episode. Welcome to this podcast, Anna. How are you? Hi, I'm great. Thanks for having me. Yes, thanks for being here today. And we are going to have a great conversation about encouraging mothers to take the initiative to get out in that world and not just to like step out into the world, but more so for traveling with your family, right? Right, exactly. Yep. Get those kids out there, get the whole family with you. Yes. So before we jump into this conversation, Tell me and tell my audience 
how did you get started? Just like what interested you about traveling and all of that? Yeah, so as a kid, um, with my brother and my sister, my mom would take us um, just on what we call discovery drives. We would hop in the car and go discover. <laughs> and we grew we grew up in Virginia, so there was a lot of um, historic sites to go see, um, lots of nature-based activities, just hiking and state parks and things like that. Uh, so. Yeah, that's kind of where it sparked by my interest, the the amount of fun that we just had setting out and not kind of always having like the perfect plan. We would just um, have like a destination in mind and then on the way we would, you know, make little stops. And um, yeah, I just, I love um, history. And so going to all those different sites, it just was my curiosity um, as a child. Um, it was just so fun. And that kind of just got me on this path of loving travel. And then as, um, you know, I was a young adult, I would go on international trips with my sister. And then that was this amazing new experience as well. And so it's just been like a progression throughout my life of loving travel. And then I decided to um, go to college and study hospitality and tourism. So that kind of linked everything together and, and my passion and my education. So yeah. I love that. I love how it just kept growing from, like you said, your discovery drives and your mama had that on point when just taking you guys out to places, places within your town, places to discover. And I know when we talked before, I shared with you, we call it we call it adventures in our home <laughs> because you all know if you have kids, they're like, where are we going? What are we doing? <laughs> And so I would tell my kids, we're going on an adventure. Like, that's what we're doing. Like, you can find adventure in anything. And like you said, we will set our destination and we would look at that map. And we, would, we would just make a decision to go on a route that we've never looked at before or never traveled before. And I know you mentioned this to me. You would stop at certain places, discover like maybe new restaurants and foods and stores along the way, right? Yeah, yep, exactly. And, um, you know, we find like antique shops or, um, you know, ice cream was always a big thing. It would help us get through the day. Okay, we're going to get some ice cream, um, you know, from like a local shop, you know, with the old fashioned type ice cream. Yeah. Um, and yeah, just wherever we would see fun things to do, farmers markets. Um, and they were all within, you know, a day trip of where we lived. So it, it wasn't overly complicated and there wasn't a lot that you had to do. Um, but it was, you know, it's still an effort to get out there and, um, yeah, it, it was just so much fun all the time. And, and it was whatever my mom could fit it in. Right. She was super busy. So, um, we just made, she took the effort to do that. Yes. And what age I know you're talking about, I remember all these mini trips with my mom and going like, what age was that? Do you, do you recall when, yeah, I mean, just, yeah, as a young kid, I mean, I would say, you know, I remember doing that when we were like six years old. So um, pretty young. And, um, you know, before that, I know she's told us stories of things that we've done as even smaller than that. So yeah, any age is a great age to travel. Um, they all have like their challenges, but then there's, there's also like the perks, depending on the age, you know, and the excitement on people's faces, the kids' faces um, yeah. is so much fun. So yeah, I started young and I, I just encourage everyone to start young because that's when they're learning and developing. Right. Because I know a lot of moms get discouraged. They start to think of like packing their kids up and going places. And they're like, you know what? I'll wait till they're a little older. I'll wait till they are this age. And it's such a great point how you said, just start whenever you can um, start now taking your kids traveling with you, do you, um, do you have any specific tips on taking maybe a mom, like a mom taking their kids on a little mini discovery trip, like for that one day or something that's easy and doable for them? Like say, if they want right. to do a discovery trip tomorrow, do you have any tips for them? Yeah. I mean, I think you start small. So, um, uh, look and 
figure out how far of a drive you want to go on. You know, maybe like literally start small. You can go an hour away or whatever, but maybe there's something in your local area or region that you're like, I've always wanted to do that, but I'm hesitant to do it. That's, that's when you know, that's what you got to go do, right? It like something that sparked your interest. Um, so figure out how far you want to drive. Um, another thought is if you are going to fly somewhere, do like one flight away. Don't try to do like a ton of flights away, right? Do like one, one flight, um, that seems doable for you. Um, and ask friends and family, like they, people go on little trips all the time. So kind of just start investigating, listen to what people are saying about where they just went, because then you can get information from them. And you're not having to figure it all out on your own, right? So yeah. you can um, get that guidebook that they use or they, so people love talking about their trips. So just brainstorm with people and and talk about it and and talk about the struggles too. Ask your other fellow moms like, okay, what did, what did you do? Or what did you find that was hard about it? Um, and just help each other out with that. I think that's a great way of asking friends and family tips and, and fun places to go. That. That is so true. All of it is great tips. And I liked how you just said, ask about their struggles too. So I know this is not one of the questions that I told you, <laughs> but I'm going to ask anyways. Do you remember any struggles during your traveling with your kids that you can share with other moms? Because I know, like you said, many people will share their vacations or their trips and they will share all the magical great things that happen and that's usually what makes it on social media but mm -hmm. to be honest i want to hear about the struggles because i want to go okay for one yay for you mama i am cheering you on like just for taking the chance but two like i get to learn from you too from whatever struggles you've had maybe if i have had it too but i didn't realize like there's a way around it or there didn't realize like I could have done something a little differently. Do you have any um, stories to share about any of the times that you went traveling and it just didn't turn out the way you thought it would? Yeah, I think something to remember is your kids are always going to act the way they act at home, right? I mean, it's so when they are being fussy or what, that's going to happen on the trip too. So the first thing that I like to do is just kind of walk yourself through the trip and realize it's not going to be all like rainbows. And that when they are upset about something, they're going to do the same thing they are at home. So just be, just be conscious that that is going to happen. Like no matter what's going to happen. Right. And another thing that's happened with me is, um, when we've taken trips, at, um, we're like running through the airport because our connection isn't long enough. You know, like our layover isn't long enough. That's like one struggle that always like pops up in my head that one trip of buffer in longer layovers if you have to you'd rather almost hang around the airport and run around and eat food and go to the bathroom and take your time than be like running with a kid that has like a wet diaper and <laughs> you don't have time to change them and you're literally just trying to get to the other you know flight so um part of that is what i try to remind myself is like buffering in extra time kids take a longer time to do things um like for instance when i was in my 20s traveling we would, you know, go from like one activity to the next, right? And we would eat lunch and we could do it because we were, a, we were, you know, adults who can walk and put their own shoes on and do all those things. But kids take that extra time. So just adding in buffer time, um, it's okay to add in nap time. You know, you can do those things if you need to um, or realize that nap time is going to happen in the car, right? So it's not going to be perfect. They're not going to be in a bed necessarily. But maybe they're in a stroller taking a nap or maybe they're on the airplane or in the car seat so those are just things of buffering and extra time realizing that frustrations will come up no matter what um and just be ready for the unexpected a little bit just just be ready for oh i knew this was going to happen like then you're ready for it <laughs> instead of having like that illusion that it's going to be perfect it's because it's simply that's not life right that isn't and I know we went on several trips with our kids at different ages. And <laughs> I remember I would just tell my husband, like there was one trip where we went, um, we did go to Disney World and I purposely bought a double stroller where they both could recline. 
because I wanted to make sure my kids could take a nap wherever they wanted to take a nap <laughs> in that moment. And my husband at first was like, why we already have a stroller? Why do we need another? And I was like, no, they, they're going to take naps. They're going to be exhausted. And instead of us trying to carry these kids around, let's just give them a place. And that was one of our things we kind of prepped ahead of time because we knew that was going to happen. We knew they can't handle the long days or walking around for so many hours. Um, I feel like when you're on vacation, you have this like extra adrenaline to do everything. But the truth is with kids, they're like, I don't have that adrenaline. <laughs> I still need a nap. I still get really hungry <laughs> and I need everything to stop right now so that I can, you know, go on with my life or whatever there. These kids do that. And I love those tips about that because I feel like parents tell themselves no before even going on a trip to experience it because they're like, nope, it's going to be too hard. Nope, I don't want to do that. Nope, I don't want to experience all those things. I want to wait till they're out of diapers. I want to wait till they can walk on their own. I want to wait till they can do X, Y, and Z. So that is a great way, um, great tip for them to just understand like buffer in time. Maybe this is not the trip to be planning everything every hour with an itinerary that you have to follow to the T. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. So another thing is what can someone do? Let's say traveling on a plane right now is not something that they can do at this moment because they're like wait i just need to travel within maybe my state <laughs> mm -hmm. you have some activities that you would suggest for someone who's just trying to integrate traveling into their busy lives because i think a lot of people when they think traveling they think that they have to fly somewhere right yeah yeah i mean going back to either driving and maybe you're um not as comfortable driving, you live in a city and you can take the train or there's another mode of like transportation or tag team with like another parent or another couple, you know, and do it as two families together. Um, Cause sometimes that takes like a little bit of that um, burden off, you know, all the driving on your own, um, you kind of rotate through that. Um, and then the kids also can have buddies, you know, like if, if that can happen and that sometimes that really is great if two kids are the same age um another thought is whatever you're either if you're homeschooling or your kids are in school wherever they they are in their like learning curve right or um what, whatever they're studying in science maybe you pick the science museum and it's it's connects those dots because that's what travel can really do in those kind of experiences is oh i remember seeing that and then you're learning in history class right to make those connections is so powerful for children um and and for adults that's what's kind of neat too is you can learn at the same time so yeah i would say just make it simple on yourself start with an hour away from you to something that you've always wanted to see and it can be simple it can be a nature trail like kids do not need a lot they can pick up sticks and see a waterfall and be so happy um, or go wade in a little creek with their, take their shoes off. For a lot of kids, they don't do that kind of thing wherever they live. Um, so very simple things, museums. Uh, maybe you find like a really interesting um, like monument or something that's out there, you know, and connect it with another, you know, maybe there's a, sometimes they do those traveling um, tours that you can put on like an audio guide. And that's really fun. You can listen at the same time. And, and maybe your kids aren't listening the whole time, or maybe just the oldest is really listening to it, but they're looking out the window and then you stop and you get out at whatever points that are on the, you know, on the tra um, trail of um, the tour. So I, I think you just have to get a little bit creative, ask your family and friends and go local. Like do not feel like pressured that you have to go on an airplane to go on a fun trip. Um, it's just, you don't have to do that to travel and experience things. All great tips. And that is, I liked how you said to, um, you know, put on an audio tour. Never thought about that. I've heard about it, but it just never crossed my mind. So that's a great one. I am definitely going to use. Um, but yes, I love how you said start simple. There are many places, I bet, in anyone's local community, trails, 
even just um like how cities have walks like they just put throughout their city mm-hmm. we've discovered so much in our area um that we take our kids on whether to ride their bikes or we have a trail near us called the gnome trail and it's basically people who went out there and they put all these little gnomes <laughs> these little cute gnomes throughout this trail and the kids love it like there's gnomes in the trees there's gnomes underneath like they put them all in these like i think one of them is um you know poppy from trolls like they have a whole scene with poppy in one area it's kind of funny and then all the broken gnomes because unfortunately there's people who just don't want to respect the area but some of the broken ones they made a gnome cemetery for them and it's just cute right it's just like the way this place and it's literally 10 15 minutes from our house and my our kids like we've gone there time and time again and so that is a simple way you can just get out into your own community and i hope that encourages you know parents mothers um and i also wanted to make a point you do not have to have both parents present all the time to go on a adventure like it does make it easier. I I admit that because sometimes I'm like, Mm-mm, I'm not doing this unless my husband's here. This helps. But I also want to put on the flip side. You can definitely go to a different park. You can go to a different trail with a friend, with yourself too, in your community or whatever it is. Uh, because you are right. Kids get excited from the littlest things. Counting um, pine cones on the ground is exciting for them. <laughs> um, so I know I want to ask you, like, what are some words of encouragement you can talk to my audience, which is mostly mamas? Like, how do you want to encourage them to just take the initiative to get out there? I think something to think about is how do you want to have your kids experience the world? right and it's kind of like this big question but it it really is so important right that you take the initiative as the parent to show them that there's more than just like home life right um that going out and seeing different people talking with different people seeing different things um i just think you gotta think big picture a little bit and realize that all the little experiences add up to a lifetime of experiences. And so that's why starting now, um, it's just one step at a time, one experience layered on top of another experience. And so if your dream is to go to the South of France with your family, we'll start, that's why you gotta start small now. Um, and that those little experiences will add up to the kids having the responsibility of their bags that they have to, you know, this is your stuff, you know, that you take care of. Um, and this is how, you know, sometimes this is how we cram into one room at the hotel, you know, and they just, they learn those little experiences. Like I can roll with this. I can do this. I think they need to see that changing. They need to see you interacting with others. Um, that influences them. So just realize that every step you take, no matter how small it is, it leads to this bigger picture of experiences. Um, and it's also fun for you. I think people put their personal life on hold and um, they stop developing because they're like, oh, I have kids. And yes, they're developing as they raise their, their children. But if you really want to go and see and see the world and see your local community, um, then you have to take that initiative with your kids and then they will grow up as adults that are curious about the world and wanting to understand other people and um, understand why people think the way they think and um, don't put your life on pause because you have kids let them ride the life with you right Um, experience things yes 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 so true and that is one thing I know my husband and I, we really believe in is how can our kids, how can we expect our kids to do certain things if they've never seen us do it? Because they're like, well, mom and dad never moved somewhere new. Why would I want to move somewhere new? 
that's one of the reasons why we moved from Hawaii to Washington because we wanted to go on an adventure and we also wanted to show our kids that look mom and dad did something big and scary and took a leap of faith and we want you to know that you can do the same thing too and we wanted to just show you our experiences through it and that's one thing I think a lot of people it almost just flies by them because they're just so caught up in their busy life and living day to day and just trying to get through this week this month or whatever it is that they almost forget that a lot of the things you do on your day-to-day basis is going to make a huge impact in your kids like that's your next generation that's your legacy right there's your your kids so think about what can you do just with doing something new taking the initiative discovering new things even changing the way you talk about these traveling um, activities i love how your mom called it discovery drives and how we call it adventures because it almost changes your kids mindset on what you're doing versus like we're on our way to go to uncle's house versus like okay we're gonna go on an adventure we'll end up there eventually but on the way let's see what we can discover or do um and it is true it changes you as a parent at the same time um i don't think i would be so excited about going on these things with my kids if I wasn't learning along the way if I wasn't, you know, enjoying it too along the way. Uh, So those are great tips for mamas, parents to just keep in mind. Um, One thing I wanted to ask you is, could you share some of like the baby steps you've taken with your family and on travels and any practical tips that you have for um, my audience just to take away with them so that they can start, you know, going on an adventures too and seeing the world yeah i mean i think with our kids um i have a two-year-old and a four-year-old so um we started with our local area and we continue to explore our local area we live in a incredible place um and so we have glacier national park right here but we have a ton of state parks regional parks and so we do a lot of that kind of nature-based um traveling around um, but we have some great local museums and things like that that we love to take the kids to. Or even the library <laughs> is a great place. And um, different libraries in different places are really fun too, right? That you don't get to see all the time. They're maybe a couple hours away. Um, that's always fun. And um, then we then we just started kind of just jumping right into um, some, you know, a family relatives invited us to a beach trip. So we did that. And um that was like our first like big trip and man did I learn a lot about <laughs> traveling with two little ones and um things that I love to just throw out there to people is packing light I remember going on that trip and packing way too much stuff and having this burden of things all around um so if you could stay somewhere where there's laundry that's always like a big thing because then you do not have to remember to pack everything you just simply wash and go um and realize like kids will be messy on trips so don't like pack your favorite thing right just let them be kids let them get messy and there's only so much you can do right if they're going to eat a snack in the car like that's reality they're going to get all over them um so bring extra sets of clothes like in the diaper bag (laughs) for sure um and going back to the food item snacks i cannot say how much (laughs) Snacks can be helpful. And what we like to do, um, so we're about to take our kids to Scotland um, actually next week. So this is our first international trip with our two little ones. But uh, my husband actually went to the store and bought snacks that we don't normally give our kids. And we've hid them away so that when we get on the airplane, we can literally pull them out and be like, and get them to calm down when we need them to stop running down the aisle. Um, Cause it's something new and different. And kids like light up when there's different kind of snacks, I think. So definitely make sure your kids are well fed because that just leads to so much crankiness. Um, you know, as an adult that you get cranky when you don't have food. So just remember a kid doesn't know always like, oh, I need food. That's why I'm acting this way. Um, so definitely, definitely snacks. 
Um, another tip is well-rested. Don't go on the idea of like, oh, I'll keep them up at night. Then they're going to sleep in the car when I need them to or on the flight. That doesn't really work well. They need to be rested. <laughs> so if you can, like leading up to like a day out, that makes sure they like are getting a good nap and getting their nighttime uh, sleep, I think is really important. Um, but also remember that you can buy things if you're out and about. Don't like worry so much that, I mean, you don't want to have to spend a lot of money on things. I get it. But remember, like if you forget the shampoo or you forget the toothpaste, there's stores everywhere. So you're fine, you know, and if one night, heaven forbid, they don't like have exactly what they need, it will be fine. Um, so yeah, don't just don't burden yourself with feeling like you have to remember everything. It's just the reality of it is it's just not going to always work out perfectly. <laughs> you know, I liked your tip about snacks because I think that's a thing most moms know because I got teased when I was, um, I went on a trip without my kids. I was actually, um, it was a business trip and I remember like arriving there, meeting the rest of my team members and they're all women. Most of them are moms and I pack like I'm still at home. So I packed extra snacks in my bag. I packed all these things. And I remember we were like driving and somebody was like, I'm hungry. And I was like, I have a bar. You want one? And they're like, what else do you have in that bag? And like, I opened my bag and they started laughing. They're like, you're such a mom. And I was like, yes, I am. <laughs> because if I don't have snacks, I already know my kids. Like that's just one fire you can extinguish before it even happens. Like you prevent that fire from ever like blazing up is snacks. And I wanted to say, um, here's one tip for you. I'm not sure if you ever heard of it, but one thing we did for our boys, whenever we do long trips on the airplane, because most of our trips are five hours or more. If we want to go back home to Hawaii, that's like five to six hours. Um, if we're flying somewhere else, a long trip. We actually bought, I don't know, I'm trying to look around if I can find something, but there are just little containers with dividers in it. It almost looked like, um, I think I got it from like the sports fishing area. <laughs> where It's just a one flat box and it had like dividers along it. Maybe you can divide it into like five or six sections. So it's not a food container per se, but it was a container with um, little areas. And what we did was we bought like the bigger bag of snacks just because we have more kids. We packed the bigger bags in our backpack and then we filled each section up with a little of each snack. And we I just love it. the yeah. container. Like, so on the airplane, you know them, you know, kids, you give them one bag and they're like, I don't want to eat this anymore. And they didn't finish the entire bag. And you're like, finish the bag. They're like, no, I want to eat that one now. And then they eat one cracker and they're like, I want that one now. <laughs> so... That was one of the things that was a lifesaver for us because what we did was we just refilled the sections as needed and we had a huge bag to save us money. So we just kept that big one in one separate bag, um, all the big bags in a separate backpack and then we just refilled along the way and we just, each kid had their own container and we didn't have to worry. Fun. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. So that's one thing. Um, I always recommend we still do that on long um, road trips. Mm -hmm. I give them the containers because I already know my my car is going to be like way messy. <laughs> so I just give them the containers. I'm like, I'll just deal with the mess later. And that's one thing um, I just want to reiterate. You said this, like, don't let little things ruin the whole trip. Like if you forgot something or burden you or or make you worry because you can buy it and you can figure it out along the way. I think that's one thing mamas who get really hard on themselves because they're like, we're supposed to have everything in place. But the truth is you will figure it out. That's one of mama's superpowers is like, well, we just got to shift or change or pivot and we'll figure out something and it'll be okay. So I think that's a great reminder. Don't let the little things just ruin the rest of the day like if you forgot to pack somebody something or if you 
um, got something stained or something got messy or whatever it was. Um, I think those are all great reminders for moms and for um, just for you as giving yourself grace. I think that's a great thing. Yeah. No, I love it. Uh, One question I have is what I I think we talked about this last time. How can someone pre-plan for a like a big trip like how you're taking so you're going on this huge international trip i'm excited for you and your family um but what can they do like free trip to help them prepare for like the best success they can have like i we know it's not going to be perfect but what can they do ahead of time yeah i mean i think it is nice to kind of just on a piece of paper or on your computer lay out the days that are coming up, right? And like, okay, here's your travel day. Um, and then as you're planning it, just find one activity per day. Do not try to overfill it. Um, kind of leave a little bit up to what's going on. Um, but I think it is nice when you have one thing on for each day so that you can you can just feel a little more organized and okay, this is our destination. Here's what we're gonna do. Um, I like to do the activities in the morning. I think my kids are better off in the morning and then kind of leave the afternoon a little more to like, okay, what are we, what's going on? How are we feeling? What do we want to do? And have some other thoughts. So you can always jot down, okay, well, here's some thoughts of of where we could go. Um, I do think for international trips, if you can get um, tips on some good restaurants, um, I don't like getting stuck in like tourist trap kind of places. So I will reach out like on Instagram to people that I, that I know, or I'll do my own research um, and just find, and just write down at least here's some options of food. Of course you can go off the plan, but I think it is good, um, you know, to, to lessen the burden of like, ah, how are we going to figure this out? If you do have a, a name of a restaurant and the address, sometimes that's nice. Um, but another thought too, I mean, for, for our planning, I like to book um, home rentals or like apartment rentals, like Airbnb, um, so that the whole time I, in a hotel, I feel like I'm holding my breath the whole time of like, the kids are so loud or they're gonna, you know, they're just being crazy or crying and disrupting other people, which that that's life, right? That's fine. But I love when we can book like our own, own place. I just think it's really helpful to kind of just feel like, huh. They can act like themselves and be kids and not not stress so much about um, like noise and things like that. Um, that is, but for planning, a, yeah, right. It's just it's nice. Um, and then for planning travel, know that like your travel days, especially international, um, are those. That's what they are. They're travel days. Like, do not try to like, oh, we're gonna get off the plane. We're gonna go do this. No, do not do that. Um, try to buffer in some time. Even our first day when we're there. Um, we have like one little thing we're going to do. And this is like on our first full day that we're there. The day that we travel in is just whatever it's going to be. Um, but that day we're going to spend some time outside. I didn't want to bombard them with like a big city situation right away or like a big area with lots of people. So we're going to, we're staying out kind of in the countryside where there's a cool castle that we can go see. Um, actually it's Loch Ness, which is so cool. Oh, (laughs) no. So, um, but like that first day is just kind of, we're going to go to the one ruin, castle ruin, and like, that's it. You know, let's let them settle back in. Who knows? They might need to sleep a little extra because of the time change, that kind of thing. Um, So definitely just knowing that travel days are travel days. Each day, have an idea of where you want to go with a couple restaurants in mind, and then let the the rest of it kind of be to chance. Um, Now, if you have older kids, say they're in like middle school, high school age, then they can do some more. Then plan a little extra things that they would be interested in um, or appeal to their interests. So um, like my son loves dinosaurs. So we're going to go to a museum that has a T-Rex um, skeleton that we can see. And I know that will spark his you know, curiosity. Mm-hmm. Um, and and maybe you, you can do things that are, are what you like to do too. So it's okay to take them to an art gallery. Like art galleries have kids in there too. It's fine. And um, do something that is meaningful for you. It's not about just the kids. The kids can come along for the journey um, and they will learn something along the way as well. Yes. 
I like that last part because one thing I actually st- like verbally say to my kids whenever we go out and do something, it could be something in the area. I'll take them to a park. I'll take them to somewhere to just explore. And yes, maybe I have fun with them. But afterwards, I tell them, okay, mom needs to go to here and here. And they're like, why? I was like, because you got to enjoy that time. You had fun time. This is mom's time. I need to do this too. And they're like, okay, okay, that makes sense. I'm like, okay, see, it's not just all about you. (laughs) You can see this is what mom enjoys. This is what mom also like some of what is Aaron, but a lot of it is errands in places that I like to go and look around and things like that. Um, and so they, they hear that a lot from me, <laughs> which is a great thing because I feel like some people resent their travel or their trip or vacation if they plan too much around the kids and nothing around them. So that's a great one in itself. Um, one thing I was going to ask you is, I know you say you like to do a lot of things like off the beat, beaten path um, or that's not like where everyone else is going to be. How can people discover things like that? Yeah, um, definitely just a little research can go a long way. Um, that's actually what I help people to do so they don't have to do all the research um, because it is so fun to for me to travel like um say in the shoulder season, I don't, I don't really want to stand in line. You know, I don't really want the crowds. So I'm willing to go when like, maybe it's not like the perfect time, but it's, it's nice. Um, and there's less people. So like shoulder season is definitely something really great. Um, and, and asking locals on your trip. That's why I think it's nice if you add some flexibility in, because when you're like, okay, well, maybe they'll know a really great restaurant that we should try that like not all the tourists are at, you know? Um, and it's fun to do the touristy things too, but you can do them at like different times. Like don't do it at peak time um, or the shoulder season. And then then roll into the trip, these other off the beaten kind of path things. Um, and realize that, you know, the Disney trip is fun, but that doesn't have to be like travel. <laughs> you know, that there's a lot of other things out there um like forget kind of the all-inclusive resorts like that isn't I don't think going to show your kids an experience um but they have their they have their place right that's fun too but what I like to encourage people is to get off the beaten path um do some research ask family and friends ask locals um locals are like the best really if you just have a conversation with someone on the train um like while you're on your trip or in a restaurant the, the waiter the waiters always have good thoughts of hey and you can say it to them no we don't really want to do all the crowds or that what would you recommend like what would you tell your family and friends to go do um and that is so powerful i think to just talk with other people show your kids that it's okay to get outside your bubble and talk with people that's something that we all need in our lives is talking with strangers you know and getting to know their story um and showing your kids and and kids are a great way, um, if you're a little nervous as an adult, just talking to like random people, kids can be your connection because the other people are like, oh, look how cute they are. Look how fun they are. And and then you can start that conversation up and it kind of breaks the ice a little bit. Um, and kids too, they'll just start talking sometimes to strangers and telling them their whole story. And um, I just think that's so fun to, to interact with the locals um, gives you that way to get off the beaten path. Yes. And I feel like that is one of the best ways to find great food experiences and so forth. Like that's literally the only way we go to a restaurant here locally. Like my husband and I, we don't eat out. uh, I wouldn't say like rarely eat out. And if we do, the only reason why we eat out is because it was referred by someone who actually ate there that we trust. They know what they're talking about. (laughs) And that is, I feel like that is very helpful when you're on a trip, when you don't know like where to go or what to do. And I love how you said like, that's what you help people with. So tell, tell my audience more of like, what do you do specifically? You know, what is Seek Wild Travel? Yeah. So I basically build trips for people. I itinerary plan with them. 
Um, that's its own thing. If you want to just do itinerary planning and then you can book it all. Um, or I do a full service package and I can book it all as well. Um, but, but first we just dive into like, what is the trip all about? Like, what is the purpose of the trip? Um, you know, maybe you have a couple different reasons that you want to go to this certain area. Um, and then I help them basically take everything off the plate. Then they have to just pack their bags and go. Um, and I'll also provide them with like packing lists and um, what kind of paperwork they might need. Uh, maybe it's their first time applying for a passport, um, things like that. So I guide them all the way through the process, give them encouragement, especially families with young kids, um, tell them different tricks and things that can help them on their trip. Um, but then really just diving into each day of what they're going to do um, and still leave room, you know, leave that buffer room in. Um, but then they are not having to, with their busy lives, figure everything out because that's what stops people from traveling is they sit down on the computer and then they go down these like rabbit holes and then they get nowhere and they're like, oh, I'll do it later. I'll do it later. And then all of a sudden months have gone by and now all the reservations are gone wherever they want to stay or at least the affordable reservations. Um, and so I just try to make sure it fits in their budget hits all the, the check, you know, checks off the list of what the trip's all about for them. And I also make sure that they're incorporating the downtime, making sure it's rejuvenating. The last thing I want is for the clients I'm planning for to come home and feel like they need a vacation from their vacation. That is not what I want you to do. I want you to come back feeling inspired, rejuvenated, um, and also just ready for to go on another trip. I want that excitement to build um, trip after trip and and not feel like they feel so burnt out at the end that they come home and like, wow, like I really just had a great experience. Um, and one thing I always just like to mention to families is don't worry about the kids remembering the trip. That's not what life is about. Yes, it's great when they get to remember it when they're older. But when they're young, it's about the experience. It's about being in the moment with your kids. Um, and so that's what I really try to facilitate is letting parents be in the moment because they didn't have to plan everything and they're not nervous. I want to give them confidence to go. And that's what my services do is give you the confidence to get out the door. I love that. That is a huge lifesaver for many busy mamas, parents out there, because I know a lot of, of my friends who are like, why I can't even get my kids in the car and you want me to take them on a trip somewhere. Like it's exhausting to think about. So your services are a lifesaver to many because that is a lot. I have planned big trips before and they can be super stressful. <laughs> and I've also gone on trips where like I need a vacation from my vacation so I love that's how you really help parents not just through like an itinerary but really a process to make this vacation or trip memorable for everyone to the point where they want to do it again and again and again so tell everyone on this podcast where can they find you and connect with you yeah, so um, you can find me on Instagram, Seek Wild Travel. Um, and then you can also go seekwildtravel.com and kind of just learn more about me and my services. Um, but Instagram is a great place. You can send me a, a message. I know that's so easy for people. So I'm happy to communicate that way. Um, and then we just hop on a call and we just chat about, about what they want to do and um, can learn a little bit more about the details of the services. And um, that's kind of where it starts. Just get on the call and we'll talk through it. Nice. And she also gave my audience a freebie. Tell them about your freebie that you have gifted them. Yeah. So it's seven um, secrets to more rejuvenating travel. And it's just some quick tips to help you um, on your journey and planning ahead and a lot of things that we've, we've talked about today so that you don't have to remember it all. You can see it on the, on the freebie. Um, and they're, they're things that I have learned along the way throughout life and with kids um, that have that helped me travel. Awesome. I will have that linked in our show notes. And if you subscribe 
to this podcast, you will also be receiving an email with that freebie from Anna. So definitely subscribe to that. And then also go and follow her on Instagram, Seek Wild Travel for sure. She gives amazing tips. And some of them, she is literally running in the snow. And I'm just watching her run in the snow and she's giving tips. And I'm like, I feel out of breath while you're running and I'm just sitting watching you run and it's amazing like I, I'm like cheering her on I'm like wow that she is incredible um but <laughs> go and follow her she gives incredible tips she shows you all the places she travels I want to go to one of the places where I saw you were in um not a hot bath but it was in the mountains you guys were oh the hot springs yeah hot, hot springs. springs yes, yes. I love I hot springs all <laughs> that I was like I want to go there yeah, it's so fun. The kids love it. Kids love hot springs. Oh, I bet. They probably was tripping out like, it's so cold. And they jump in. They're like, wait, I'm never leaving. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so fun. So yes, follow her again. Seek wild travel. And anything else you want to say before we end this episode? I think you just need to take a little step at a time and get out there. Nice. Yes. Take that step. Start planning something, whether it's locally, whether it's maybe a vacation. If it's something that you've been thinking about for a while, like a family trip that you've been promising your kids for months, years, whatever it is, my best suggestion or recommendation is get in touch with Anna on her website, seekwildtravel.com or on her Instagram and just start a conversation because if you don't do anything about it, then it's never going to happen. So definitely go and do something about it today. And thank you for being on this episode with me. Thank you for sharing all your tips with my audience. And to everyone listening, go out and make your day amazing. And you can start by traveling. All right, we'll see you on the next one. Hey, mama friend, if this podcast inspired, encouraged, or gave you confidence to take action today, I would love for you to share it in your Instagram stories. Tag me at Kavai underscore Aquin. Then drop it in a message to another friend who needs to hear it too. The biggest compliment would be for you to take a minute from your busy mama day and leave me a review and subscribe. I'm so grateful for you and I'd love to keep this conversation going. The best way to connect would be in my Facebook group, bit.ly slash H-E-M support group. Till next time, lots of aloha. Goodbye.